now the Bengals on top. And to a lot, they in the underdog slot. But the fact is, they're the champs of the AFC North. A playoff berth is what they got. They had a shot since it was 2015. Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast for long time, long suffering. Cincinnati Bengals fans, Who Day, everybody. The subtitle this week is Who Day Over 40 versus Week 1 of Free Agency. Uh, we had an emergency pod during the legal tampering period uh, where Von Bell left the team. Uh, but now we're back. Uh, week one of free agency is over. Legal tampering is over. People have signed. People have left. We're going to talk about that with the Bengals today on the line. It's Big Hodge. What's happening, man? What's up? Man, uh, you know, again, as we've said before, normally – under especially under Marvin, this was a time that the Bengals were sitting out of free agency, very much so, as if they were in a timeout, and um, they didn't really kind of crawl out of the rock until week two, where they were just kind of picking through the rubble. Hutch, uh, this week, Bengals were active enough, and then scored probably the biggest free agency coup for them in I would say Bengals history. Um. Sure, we'll go with that. Who could be a bet? Well, we're going to get to it here. We'll talk about it. But I, I don't. Th- I can't think of somebody else to sign with the Bengals that was a bigger free agent coming to the Bengals. So, anyway. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the departures, y'all. If you're on YouTube, we'll have some photos and information up. Uh, all of the additions. I'm going to reset the draft here. Uh, might get into uh, our mock draft Monday for uh, next week. And then we'll swing across the AFC North and look at, you know, what the other teams have been doing doing in the division all right man let's look at some of these departures hutch first up affectionately known here as samwise ganji uh is samaji p ryan he winds up signing with the broncos two years seven and a half million dollars had a great year for the Bengals this year as uh joe mixon got hurt filled in admirably uh for the weeks that he was there uh, uh I, I was surprised that he signed elsewhere but I was also surprised that he got seven and a half million dollars. What are your thoughts about the departure of Samwise Ganji? Yes, he was there. Him, I did not see him leaving. He he was going to be the he was the crown prince that uh, that I thought he was just going to be like. Well, we're going to get rid of uh, we're going to get rid of Mixon. You're the you're our new guy. Take yeah. this. We'll pay you six or seven million dollars a year. Stay with us. Yeah, heads out to uh to the Broncos. They got a new coach, a washed up quarterback. Um, good luck with that. And uh, you know, but get your money. You know, if the Bengals weren't thinking about that, they probably weren't. They were probably thinking a one year deal. More than likely, they probably didn't want to add the extra deal because he's a running back or the extra year. And you know, he departs. So, but yeah, uh, good, good player. Like just. Saved us against the Chiefs in the regular season game. Saved us against the Chiefs in the regular season game this year, too. I mean, just, you know, yeah, he he, he will definitely be missed for sure. Yeah, he will. Right. I, I don't think they expected him to go. Yeah, I don't think they expected him to go either. Uh, but he gone. Running backs allegedly are a dime a dozen, so they get a chance to prove that theory out. Yeah. Next up, this one was a little bit painful. Hayden Hurst leaves. Uh, he comes in on a one-year deal. But I guess we could talk about this when we get to the big signing as well. Okay, so Hayden Hurst is a number one draft pick for Baltimore. Plays there for a couple seasons. Winds up with the Falcons. Plays there for a season. 
Winds up with the Bengals. Plays there for a season. Wasn't he with the Browns too? Uh, you have to double check that. I didn't think that he was. But he winds up getting a three-year contract worth, what was it, $21 million? Uh, three years, $21 million from the Panthers joining Von Bell and, and actually joining former quarterback Andy Dalton as well, who signed with the Panthers. Um, I was surprised that he went, but Joe Burrow is making tight ends money, Hutch. He is making tight ends money, yeah. Goodbye to you, man. Yeah. Would you have paid him $7 million a year? For how many years? Three? Yeah. No? Yeah, I was thinking that, too. I was like, he's probably, for me, capped at probably $5 million. I would have did yeah. three years, maybe 15 but seven? Uh, I don't know. That's I mean, a lucky number for folks these, this, this offseason. Well, he's he's has the best year of his career from Joe Burrow, the same way that uh, C.J. Uzama had it before he signed with the Jets last year and got essentially the same contract. So it's Joe Burrow because C.J. Uzama didn't even start with the Jets. And we'll see what happens with, you know, Hayden Hurst now on his third team in five years. And, mm-hmm. you know, good luck. You know, I mean, he's, you know, he got, what? He, I think he was under 600 yards. He did miss quite a few games, though, because uh, he got hurt kind of in the middle of the season. So he probably would have exceeded that. But I don't know about $7 million per. But the Panthers got money. They got to spend. They're about to draft mm-hmm. a rookie quarterback. Whoever knows that's going to be. And we'll go from there. But yeah, um surprised to see him go. I thought I liked him when he was here, but yeah, not for seven million per. Yeah, he was not with the Browns. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just Falcons. Falcons, Falcons uh, Ravens, Ravens, Falcons, Ravens, us. And Bengals, yeah. And now yeah. the Panthers. So we have four teams. Four teams wow. in five years, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so he departs that money. later. We'll see you. Yep. <sighs> the big one, though, broke. It was pretty much out there already, you know, that he was going to go. We talked about it at, in our conservative uh, liberal option that we didn't think that he was going to come back. Jesse Bates is gone. He winds up uh, leaving to go to the Falcons. Again, rumored to be out there, caught in, you know, someplace last uh, uh, before free agency in Atlanta. You know, four mm-hmm. years, $64 million, you know, averaging about 16 per year out of the Bengals price range. But right. down now, you we, know, we, we didn't want to pay. So, yeah. With you and the folks, what? Not we didn't want to pay. Dollars. Right, right. Yeah. So, right. Not $16 million. Right. Dollars. Man. Uh, yeah. For so three or four years, though, peace out. But now he's going to go chase mediocrity and money, which is fine. I'm not talking about Damn. the money, but. The Falcons, and we are intimately familiar with that team and franchise, they are not ready to win, and they probably won't be ready to win for the next, I don't know, three to four years. So, But how much how much money do you make playing in the playoff games? You buy, right. What, about $100,000 for all, all the way through sure. to win them all? Yeah, so, yeah, get that $16 million the regular season, and, hey, go for it, and some guaranteed money. Yeah, and and yeah, no, yeah, and he's. I think he's donating a million dollars of his salary to like a women's 
single women abuse yeah. shelter or something like that. Yeah, something to that and, effect. And every, I mean, obviously, and, and all the jokes are they're going going to Magic City. So yeah, yeah, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, he's he's gone. We it predicted it. It sucks. He's only twenty six. He's in his prime. The Bengals probably should have did something with it a little bit earlier, where the price would have been down. They didn't, and so this is what you get. You know, and you know we'll talk about his replacements, air quotations here, momentarily. But you know, uh, that one probably hurt the biggest. Uh, Von Bell hurt a lot on the pre-tampering thing. This one hurt a little bit as well. So uh, yeah. So goodbye, Jesse Bates. Uh, you will definitely be missed for sure. I don't know about sixteen million per. No, I just don't. So we can talk about the Falcons. The Falcons don't have a quarterback, or they have Desmond Ritter. Uh, so they don't have a quarterback. Heineke. Yeah, yeah, Taylor Heineke. That's great. Yep. So they'll still can't protect their quarterback. You know, outside of Grady Jarrett, can't get to the quarterback. Um, And they they paid their right guard like the biggest contract ever. Yes, I saw that as well. I saw. Yeah. Good luck, Falcons. Yeah. Good luck, Falcons. There. Not yeah, yet. Not okay, so all the departures, how you feeling kind of middle of the week here? Because the Bengals kind of hadn't done much of anything. So where were you thinking before we get to the additions? We're, I mean, I, I think that we went from a, a contending team in the AFC. I mean, we're still contenders, but it's going to be a struggle to make it to the championship game at this point, mm-hmm. up to this point. Right. Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, and Goat Killer freaking out the entire time. The Bengals aren't signing anybody. They're losing all their players, even though I told him this was potentially going to happen and they weren't going to spend any money. But he was just freaking out as it was. All right. So let's get to the arrivals, y'all, or the stains. Hey, Travion Williams, man, championship. Signs a one-year deal. Special teams, backup, backup. Could be uh, maybe not so much of a backup running back, but he comes back. Travion Williams, any thoughts? Uh, sure. Yeah. That's one spot for the one, one field spot for the roster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Until they draft somebody, he's on the team. So Travion Williams is back. Trent Taylor is back. Uh, punt returner. Yeah, you he? know, uh, he's better than Alec Erickson. I can yeah, tell you that, although yeah. he had that crazy fumble against the Saints. But, yeah, he's, you know, fifth that wide right, receiver. I hope, I hope he gets a lot of use. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Not that wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully uh, he, um, you know, comes back. He does what he does. You know, he's just Trent Taylor. But he comes back on a one-year deal as well. Also, back or signed outside of the free agency, Cody Ford. Uh, guard tackle signed from Arizona late of Buffalo, I think two years ago. A second round pick out of Oklahoma, but just uh, never really found his place in Buffalo. Signed with Arizona, one year deal, and he's out. He comes here to play uh, backup guard, backup tackle. Any thoughts on Cody Ford? Um, we need two starting tackles, I think. Well, and we'll get to that later. But yeah. mm-hmm. two, we got one. I think we need to we'll we'll get to the other two. one. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, three. Cody Ford comes in. Yeah, 
why would we need three tackles anyway? All right, so Cody Ford comes in, he signs, he's either a camp body or a backup, in my opinion. Uh, I can't imagine that they're gonna throw him out there. What, what did he sign for? One year deal, I don't know how much, but this is only a one year deal, so he ain't signed like for a lot. Yeah, he signed like he sounds like he's a backup. Yeah, he signed as a backup. All right. Uh, Nick Scott is signed by the Bengals, uh, starting safety from the Rams. Uh, came in, signed a three-year deal, uh, $12 million. Uh, so he really kind of slides into the Von Bell spot, like literally uh, coming over from the Rams. Uh, his player profile, if you look it up on PFF, almost reads as a uh, – Freaking! You couldn't turn it in on turn it in if you know what that software is, because it would get flagged for plagiarism. Like it really like essentially the same player, maybe like a year younger at this point in time. Uh, has a Super Bowl ring, unfortunately, from playing against the Bengals. Uh, coming in to complete the back end of that raf- roster in the safety room. Any thoughts on Nick Scott? ABC, another body count. Yeah, well, I mean, he's come in and he's making money, so he's not—he's not a one-year deal. So he's coming in right. to compete. I would assume he's going to start opposite Dax Hill in the secondary to have you know somebody that has some experience playing in the secondary back there, not just leaving a rookie back there or essentially a, a rookie back there playing all those additional snaps without some help. Uh, so he signs. Then we get one of the internal free agents, Jermaine Pratt. Shocking upset. Cinderella story. Whatever. Comes back to the Bengals. $21 million over three years. $10 million of it essentially in the first like year. Gets some money up front. Hodge, we had definitely wrote him off as not coming back. I definitely wrote him off and I was like <laughs> I was and I ain't, ain't going to say good riddance but get what you can get somewhere else. I don't think we're going to pay you more than five but uh, fool me. Well, we had talked about eight to 10. Somebody was going to pay him. And if you go and look at some of the deals for the other linebackers, you know, like Tremaine Edwards or whatever from Buffalo got like yeah. five years, 72 million from the bit from the bears or something ridiculous. Like I'm like, he's averages grits and Pratt is as average as he is. And you get him for a fraction of the cost. So he talked about wanting to be here and, you know, they were so close to the Super Bowl. He gets a deal that'll take him essentially up to 30, and the Bengals will, you know, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, girlfriend him as yeah. soon as he runs out this contract because he'll be about 30. And, you know, it's a win-win for both sides. The Bengals don't overpay. He gets to stay. Uh, I, I, there's no problem with Jermaine Pratt being back. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some continuity will help. Continuity helps. Well, I mean, again, now you're bringing back of all of your starters. If you don't factor in the injury part of it, you're bringing back what nine of eleven. I mean, that matters. If you, if you know, you're not, as, if, along with the coordinator, I mean, you're bringing back nine of eleven. So, yeah, we know what Apple's doing. Well, that it was been rumored that he, and I wasn't counting him as a starter. So, um, you know, I'm counting, Cheeto, I'm counting Cheeto. I'm counting Cheeto as being back because Apple wasn't starting. So, you know, the t- starting corners are him, him and 
Cheeto and, you know, Cam Taylor, Britt. So the mm-hmm. only two people that are gone are both of the safeties. So you have everybody back. You have Lou Aaron back, which is probably the biggest uh, continuity, consistency thing that they needed. And so now, you know, like I said, there's no draw. There's no drawback to having him back. It's just that we were just assumed that he was going to be gone. Uh, I don't think anybody really thought that he was going to come back. Probably maybe even including him, that maybe the market corrected itself. And he was like, yeah, this is about as good as it's going to get. That Which would be my thought. What do you think? He got Yeah, he got $7 million for him a year. I think he's a little rich, but eh, we'll take him. Right. Average starter money, to be fair. Damn, All right. Like, damn, I like to be a linebacker these days. Yeah. In the NFL, $7 million well, is the average. Right. But yeah. So he comes back and then like, all right, well, that's it. And, you know, this is all mixed in. We're just kind of going through it on the slides here about, you know, when people are coming in. You know, some came in after this or before, you know, like Nick Scott signed after, after Pratt did or whatever. But, but nothing was really happening there for like a little bit. Like coming Wednesday or so, nothing was really happening. And so I go to go pick up my family from the airport and I'm driving in the front seat and I hear goat killer just start screaming in the back of the car. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm like, what in the world's going on back there? I don't know what's happening. And the Bengals signed Orlando Brown Jr. Left tackle late of the Super Bowl champion chiefs. Four-year, $64 million contract. Uh, Shocking, really, the NFL, because the Chiefs wanted him back. They had just signed a right tackle free agent, you know, for like $80 million over four years from Jacksonville. And the thought was, okay, man, nobody's getting to Patrick Mahomes at this point. You know, you got Orlando Brown on one side you got Jawan taylor on the other side shoot you got all these guards i'm like damn they're building a wall in front of Mahomes, as if he really needed it too much it's like dang and then you know he doesn't start he doesn't you know they don't pick it up you know all oh, the rumors out there that they want Jawan taylor to play left tackle and orlando brown to go to right tackle he doesn't want to play right tackle and, and then somehow some way this slipped in the Bengals were able to get him signed I, I again, I would say the biggest free agent signing that they've ever had. Definitely, I can't. Can you think of somebody else that would have been a bigger free agent? Well, I mean, <laughs> well, let's see. We got to test test out his whole career, and we'll figure it out. I'm talking. Um, I'm talking about that just, signing, not how well they did later on or whatever. I mean, like, well, I'm talking about the best, the best signing. The best signing to whatever would I would say be Terrell Owens. He played one year. This dude ain't played none. But, that's right. That's why I say let's wait till let's see what he do. But that's I, right now. I would say the, the the man in the house would be Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens had no options. You, you didn't say that. You said it was free agent. I said, yeah, no, he, he signed there because nobody else would sign him. Nobody else. He, well, that, remember, his he, career he took, ended after the Bengals. Right. He was a pariah. Yeah. But, but, he, but we took him. 
and he was the he was the best receiver that year. And then we on cut a, him because uh, on a, right on a, right on, he, four, he's 12, a pariah, three, right? he was pariah in the in the locker room apparently or something. But and it, and he, the team went four and twelve or five and eleven. Four and yeah, twelve. Five. Four to do. Yeah. All right. He he was still legit. So okay. This dude is 26 years old. He's played in four Pro Bowls already and an All-Pro in three out of his four years. Uh, There's no drawback to this signing. I mean, well, it could be one. We're coming to that in a second. But, like, dude wanted to play left tackle. He met Joe Burrow. Uh, He, you know, closed the deal. Now we have the best left tackle we've had for sure, which ain't saying much, since Whitworth left. And so now you're pretty strong all the way across until you get to right tackle because now there isn't one technically. That's why I said we needed two. Well, we at least, well, this if he makes out, and I hope he does, then yeah, we might need one right tackle. What would be what in his profile that would make you think he wouldn't work out? I'm just I hope I mean hey I I just hope he do. I, I'm I'm just hoping I anything I hope I need, we need him to work. all pro left tackle. There's that's the headline. That is the headline, yeah. I, there's no reason to think outside of injury that he would bomb out. Okay. So yeah, not. so they don't have a left a right. Right tackle, though. The word on the street was is that he came in. He's like, I want to play left tackle. Really not interested in playing right tackle. Okay, we'll let you play left tackle since you've done that to a Pro Bowl level and an all-pro level. So now Jonah Williams, who had signed his fifth-year option for $12 million, who's only ever played left tackle, and they've had the opportunity to move him to right tackle, has resisted it. And now he has requested a trade. Uh, Jonah Williams has requested a trade out of Cincinnati. He wants to go play someplace else because uh, he doesn't, assuming doesn't want to play left tackle or right tackle. And let, I mean, let's break. I mean, let's keep it a hundred. He wants to play left tackle because that's where the money is. There's not as much, you know, about half the money at playing right tackle as opposed to left tackle in the league. So mm-hmm. that's why he wants to play left tackle, including Orlando Brown as well. So, excuse me. I get it, but my question is, and pardon my French, who the fuck does Jonah Williams think he is? He thinks he was the 11th pick of the draft. He played for Alabama, and he's been the left tackle probably all his life. That's who we think he is. Yes, right. He also gave up 13 sacks last year, most in the league. He, he took his Again, rookie he was year. Injured, his rookie year was yep, a, came was, back. Right, rookie year was a, a red shirt. shirt. Yep, and his second year, I think he missed 10 games too. So he really, his first real year of starting was the Super Bowl. Year. So, um, dang, yo, that ain't great. I mean, and then last year, injured, and now you have your fifth year option here coming off two knee surgeries. I like. Yeah. Who do you think you are? He, he, hey, the mind, the mind says one thing, and the and the body of work says another. Man, oh man. So, 
we've been through this with Mike Brown and people being fed up with the Bengals and requesting trades. Like we have been through this. The most famous one being Carson Palmer, where they essentially told him you could eat cake. We're not trading you. And they didn't until the freaking offer became, you know, ridiculous because the Raiders got desperate. I don't think anybody's going to be that desperate for Jonah Williams. Mm-hmm. But you know, they might just want to rid themselves of the headache and pick up an extra pick. My thought would be you're playing. You aren't costing us really that much money. And if you needed to, if you want to stay on the left side, put him at left guard. And you know, Volson goes to the bench. Like was, I, I like I like that idea too. I said we got to figure out who the right tackle gonna be, but yeah. Right, yeah, but I mean, but yeah, you have you know, whatever, you know, you can't depend on, you know, Lyell. He's hurt and and maybe sucks already anyway. But yeah, so at that right. point, but if you can convince him to like look, like play right tackle for a year, get your money up from someplace else and go from there. Like I, I just to me, it's just it was outrageous that I heard like he's request. I mean Carson Palmer, I'm requesting a trade. Yeah, it makes sense. Franchise quarterback, unhappy, whatever. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, they've been patient with you, Mr. Williams. Uh, I would say mm-hmm. through fairly average play, you know, pretty good against average yeah. defensive ends, but an absolute sieve when it's an an elite <laughs> person. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately. Like how many times have we seen that dude from Cleveland just embarrass this man? Embarrass right. him. And this and the Steelers too. I mean, so, yeah. And, and right, and unfortunately, you got to play them mother blankers six times total. Twice. Yeah, right. yeah. You got to play. And the, I'm right. The and the right. The Ravens also did some stuff to us. So yeah. Yeah, I I just I, I like I said I the, again the fact that he as the audacity to request a trade. Like if the big ones are like, Hey, we're going to move you, you know, whatever, do it on the low, low. That's fine. But you request, come on, son. I don't think so. So yeah. So now left across, you know, left to right on your radio dial, you're going Orlando Brown, Jr. Cordero Volson, Alex Karras and Kappa. And yeah, there's a hole in the right tackle spot at this point. Again, can't depend on Lyle Collins. I don't like the idea of freaking Cody Ford over there either or a draft pick uh, because it's a draft pick and, you know, and then you, but now you have a glutton of freaking people that could play either tackle spot too. If Jonah stays on a team, he could play right tackle. Uh, Akeem Adenogy started essentially the most of the season once LC went down. Uh, You know, you have Jackson Carmen. Like, I mean, you have a bunch of dudes not necessarily saying any of them are great, but I mean, left to left to right guard, you're looking pretty good. Uh, so and you have you know some at least some decent depth there. So I mean, that signing by of Orlando Brown Jr. definitely you know pushed everybody down a rung, and definitely you know should raise the boat for everybody else just a little bit. Yeah, hope yeah. Any way we can get past or get the sacks under. Under 40, that'd be nice right. over the whole year. Man. Well, what was it this year? Thir- I thought 40. it was 30 something. It was 41. 41, okay. Yeah. And 21 was in the in the six in the division. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was bad. And then another 10 in the playoffs. Right. 
So if you look at this, knowing full well that you might need a tackle, if you reset in your draft board, the Bengals still don't have any tight ends on the roster. Well, um, sample. Except for, well, I think he's a free agent. Oh, well, um, goodbye. Yep. He's he, free he agent. Who's signing him? No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, right. And he's coming off an ACL, too. I think Mitchell, I can't remember. Goat Killer will tell me. I think Mitchell Wilcox is under contract, but I'm not 100% sure about that. Um, but I don't think he is 100. I don't, I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think you have any tight ends on the roster. They hosted Noah Fant uh, from the Raiders. He played at LSU with Burrow. They hosted him. He left. He went, you know, went to visit the Saints. I'm not saying he wasn't going to sign with the Bengals. So, you know, a veteran tight end still needs to be signed. Don't have that. Possibly bringing back Eli Apple, as we mentioned. Not, not 100% sure that he's, you know, re-signed or not. Definitely hadn't signed with anybody else, which, again, tells me a lot that, you know, <laughs> people don't want to deal with Eli, which I totally understand. And um, so it resets your draft board. Now, I mean, yeah, you could take a tackle at 28 if, like, somebody falls down that you think they could play right tackle and come in and insert the starter. You could do that. But I don't know that it's a necessity at this point, especially if you can convince Jonah to play right. Yeah. So, you know, it's – it's. I, I think their draft board opened up dramatically. You know, they still got time or whatever in this minor free agency, but pretty much after week one. Not necessarily all the big names are gone, but you know you're not going to be signing anybody to any excessive contracts at this point. You're really just trying to get it out. I think so. Right. Yeah, you're just trying to you know fill out the roster a little bit, you know, for quality depth if you can do it. You know, we still got we still got two possibles that could well. Collins is probably still on the way out, right? More than likely. I mean, I think they'll probably wait again. His contract is situated where he is a pay for play player player. So if he doesn't play a game, he doesn't get paid. So I, they can wait a while on cutting him. So, yeah, I, I think they wait, like dramatically wait for him, you know, probably through the draft to see how that goes. And then the mixing situation is probably fluid too. And, again, he should know if he looks at the deals that these people got on the free agent market, he, that's what he's going to get too, you know. $5 million and he's making 12 here. You know, it, it, it makes sense to restructure your deal, but if he doesn't want to do it, you know, go out there and see if you can get that money back, which he won't. I mean, nobody's going to pay him or anybody else $12 million. I mean, shit, the Titans are entertaining trading Derrick Henry and he got no bites because, you know, people know he's ran all these years. His foot was all busted up. Like, I mean, he's, you're not getting 2019 Derrick Henry. <laughs> You're not getting that version. You're getting the beat up version. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a glutton of people out there. You know, Zeke is out there. You know, there's just a bunch of running backs out there. But, you know, I don't think anybody's going to be paying Joe Mixon $12 million. And mm-hmm. the Bengals don't want to do it either. So hopefully they talk to him about restructuring. But if he doesn't want to restructure, I would imagine he hits the streets, you yeah. know. So somebody came through on the up. on the telestrator and said that maybe Cedric Benson. That's that, terrible. Yeah, he had twenty three touchdowns in four years. Mm, yeah, and three yeah. thousand yard season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Benson came. I mean, yeah, Benson was a good. Uh, he was a good pickup. But again, at the what he was also one of those, you know, 
uh, last chance, you know, reclamation projects as well. He you was, know, like he went from zero, yeah, zero nothings. He had zero anything for any seasons, no skins on the wall, and then came, you know, and was able to reclaim his, you know, his uh, his career essentially in Cincinnati. So, um, so yeah, so that's that. And like I said, we're going to do a mock draft Monday here, uh, to see kind of where that falls here over the next couple of rounds. But yeah, they still definitely need a, a depth at tight end for sure. Probably another guard and or tackle. But at this point, I'm thinking that first pick is leaning towards defense. Um, because, you know, you need somebody to rush. They still, well, corner or defensive tackle, you know, like a three technique tackle that can rush the passer. They can rush the passer. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah, like they don't have any three techs that, you know, I mean, Zach Carter and BJ Hill. They're fine enough, but they, you know, because nobody else can do it, they play too many snaps and, you know, they get worn down. I mean, BJ Hill went from eight sacks to like four or five, you know, because he had to play so many snaps with the departure of Larry Ogunjobi. So, yeah. All right. Swinging around AFC North, see what's happening with these other teams. Uh, We'll deal with the Ravens last. The Browns, everybody hates them because of that Deshaun Watson contract. They signed a couple of dudes, but nobody of any significance. Against, uh, I read an article that they're changing the entire offense to fit around Deshaun Watson. I mean, you have to because this is it for Stefanski, right? Like, if they don't win this year, he's getting uh, he, run in. He's in the so, streets, right? Yeah. He's in the streets, then no matter yeah. what. Yeah, so they got to do, they got to do everything they can to justify that. They've already restructured his contract because he had like a fifty-five million dollar cap hit, and they had to restructure that to try to sign some of their players. You know, they don't have any draft picks because they gave him up for Deshaun Watson. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Steelers, the same thing. They bring back Larry Ogunjobi. I was hoping that he would come back, but uh, he got a decent uh, deal to re-sign uh, with the Steelers. Uh, so he, uh, you know, stays the there. The wandering Ronin, the Ronin yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he had to sign with the Ravens. That was the only team that he hadn't played for in the North. So, you know, but, yeah, he winds up re-upping with the Steelers. No other news there. And then Lamar is Lamar, man. It's still out there. Not a sniff of free agency. Collusion. Lots of, collusion. Yep. Lots of rumors out there that, you know, he turned down, you know, the PR from the league or whatever. You know, oh, he turned down this, he turned down that. He keeps telling them that's cap. And they're lying. And, you know, he's going to hold a press conference with himself tomorrow, which is a terrible idea as well. Uh, you know, he's just getting I – mean, again – Hey, whatever. Yeah. What? Hey, do what you well, do. What you want to do? If yeah. you ain't playing, if you're not playing for the Ravens next year, no, well, you can, you, can, you can scratch it. Cincinnati is the AFC champs for three years in a row. Look, AFC. You know North. that uh, again. We we know, and he might not know. And again, if you only insulate yourself with people that won't tell you that you're fucking up, um, you won't know. Like he ain't sitting out. I think that cap number is $32 million. You never going to recoup that if you sit out. Okay. You never getting it back. So either plays on that franchise tag that you don't want to, you know, or, you know, try to figure out something, you know, but again, nobody's wants to trade for him either. That's why it's, it's all collusion to me. It's like, you can't tell me the Falcons, the Panthers. I mean, shit, there's so many teams that could use him. But that nobody wants to try to figure that out. Y'all don't got two first-round picks you want to give the Ravens? Come on, man. You can even negotiate that. It doesn't have to be that. 
So it's yeah, this is it stinks. I want him out of the division though, so he can go sign someplace else for all I care. Go to the Falcons. I mean, it seemed like the Falcons the, would be the, the ready made spot for him. Quote, the Falcons have quote unquote ain't got no more money left for him. That's what they said. Yeah, they spent a bunch. Yeah, sure, they, they did. spent it already. Yeah, Tampa got a bunch of money. They signed freaking Baker Mayfield um, to start, essentially. So that's scary. I mean, they could right. use him as well. I mean, right. it's just there's there's teams that could use him. I don't understand why the Ravens essentially don't want him. Uh, because, I mean, at some point, even if he plays on the tag this year, he ain't signing with y'all unless they win a Super Bowl. Right. And right. maybe you know, not even y'all win. disrespected him. Right. Yeah. And y'all disrespected right. him so much. So I, 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 I don't get it. I, I, hey, whatever. If the more disgruntled yeah. he is, the happier I am. So it's fine. Right. For yeah. sure. Okay. Well, that's it, y'all. So week one free agency over. What do you give them up for a grade, the Bengals, man? Departures, signings. What, what are you giving them? They're in the C category. Wow. Man, freaking all the experts, air quotations. All the experts have been giving them a A, a minus is what I saw in PFF and Pro Football Talk and all that. Giving them an A. You know, uh, 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 We will see. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. Right. Yeah. I'm a tough I, I, creator. No curve. Yeah, again, I, I, like I said, the departure – of Jesse Bell and Von Be- Jesse Bates and Von Bell, that definitely hurts because you thought you were bringing back one of them, like for right. sure. Sure, we, yeah, but we we, you know, we lost three starters, just... four starters, three, three. Who? We lost three starters. Ooh, yeah, with Hayden Hurst, right? right, and we got back one. Mm, I was saying the Nick Scott's probably going to start a safety, so I was saying two. Okay, we got back. Oh, we got back two. We re-signed yep. one of our. We weren't re-signed three of our own. Or we got well. What, the only I one that matters. The only yeah. matters that the only one that matters is Jermaine Pratt. You know Taylor and Travion Williams might not even make the team. Hell, Cody Ford might not even make the team. So right, like I get right. that part, but I'm saying they they probably saved at a minimum probably five to seven sacks off of Joe Burrow though by signing that dude. So we can, that yeah, helps. That'd be nice. That would be yeah, that would right. If he keep, I for some reason I had this picture of Joe or uh, Joe Burrow is is the chairman of the board, and mm. right, and he is he's walking around the table smashing people's fingers with a bat. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. So do what you got to do, or get the hell out. Yeah, I definitely think that the Bengals are moving into. All right. Well, we're gonna figure out which extension that they're going to do or extensions. For the top of you know the rounds one, two, and three of the twenty twenty draft, you know, and we'll either figure that out before the draft, or you know, usually the Bengals announce their extensions usually during training cramp or right before. Um, so I'm sure that that's what the the work is at this point and getting ready for the draft. Like I said, we will do our mock draft Monday uh, using the PFF simulator. Uh, we'll have that up for y'all as well. Do you got exit music cuts? I think you would. Mentioned something earlier when this is going down, but I don't remember it. Um, uh, the take the money and run. <laughs> that's not the um, that's the name of the song, but uh, mm. but Steve Miller band. I think it's a take the money and run. Joe and Bobby Sue. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Joe and Bobby Sue. Joe and Bobby Sue. Steve Miller. But yeah, take the money and run is that. Or you can't always get what you want from the stones. Mm. 
Yeah, okay. I like that better. Mm. Can't always get what you want. Try sometimes. All right, from the stone. So if you're listening on the podcast version, uh, the Rolling Stone, that's got to be a first. No, the Rolling Stones and 500 plus podcasts, that's got to be the first. Rolling Stones are playing us out. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back, you know, probably sometime later in the week. Uh, I can't imagine there'd be an emergency pod of some sort. Uh, I think we'll need another defensive end, by the way, too. I definitely would like to see yeah. that. would be. There's some guys out, some veteran guys out there as well. So we'll have to see if they can pick up one of those as long with, along with a veteran tight end. So anyway, all right. So it's Mick and the boys play us out. Well, there's only two of them left, right? Just Mick and Keith. That's it. For, I think no, the other me. dude is alive. No, the other dude, the, the bass player is alive too. Yes. Uh, yeah, Broke he's alive. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, no, just the drummer guy. All right. So as the Stones play us out, I'm going to produce some signing off. Go ahead and sign off. Peace and All right, we'll see everybody next time. Peace. Peace. To get your prescription for you I was standing in line with your friend Jimmy A man didn't look pretty ill We decided that we would have a soda My favorite flavor is cherry red I sung my song Mr. Jimmy, and you said one word to me, and that was dead. I said that you can't always get what you want, honey, and you cannot always get the man that you want, and you cannot always get the man that you want. But if you try sometime, I just might find, I just might find, I'm about to get my.
baby.